What's going on everybody, it's your boy Fab Freddy Fox, America's Big Brother And we back with an episode of Saturday Night Sit Down What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fab, and I'm here with CT's very own Jay Delise. How you doing, my brother? What's good? What's good? Good, good, man. So a lot of people may not know, but they should know who you are, man. You're doing a lot of big things, and you've been on Power 105, Hot 97, and you're really standing strong for CT right now, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for uh, recognizing that. No, always, always. So, um, you know, just to get started, like I said, you know, um, I, I wanted to have you on the show because I said when I met you through my friend Mish, yeah. um, who's been my, that's my brother, I've known him for, forever and a day, mm-hmm. um, you know, and right off the rip when we met each other, I mean, you had a really cool vibe, I mean, really down to earth and stuff like that, so, I, and especially now that you're doing those music thing, I was like, you know, this person has so much to offer and just has a really good head on her shoulders and has a lot to, to uh, you know, get, provide for this younger generation who I feel like um, that... You know, now that I've become, we've become the OGs now, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. we really got to do our part to guide the younger generation down the right path. And I think that's what, what we what's, what I'm trying to do with this podcast and what, what I'm doing with my, my IG page. Um, so, like I said, I really like to get into this and, and I go a little heavy and stuff like that. So, like I asked everybody else, man, um, when it comes down to being a good person or a good man, what do you think are some of the some of the main characteristics or qualities one should have to, to, to be able to say them that they're a good man? Well, for sure, I think... Uh the role of a man is to teach the next generation, like you said, um, and be a role model, um, be a, a, a great father, um, and uh, yeah, that, that's that's basically it. Nah, I mean, I, <clears throat> I could attest to that. I mean, I think one of the reasons that I really started this um, and, and, and got really heavy into this because two years ago, my son was born. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a little girl and stuff like that. And being a father is something that I've always wanted to do. Like when I was 13 years old, my, my first niece was born and I held her for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, man, I need to be a dad, you know. And um, and I've always been like that. I, I watch out for all the kids that I can, you know, especially in the neighborhood and people that I'm around. You know what I mean? Like I want to really build that connection with them. Um, like just recently we was at a uh, mystic and, um, you know, my daughter's playing and she's playing with these other kids and stuff like that. And immediately thought to myself was like. The moment any kid or any child enters a certain vicinity, yeah. it's automatically my responsibility. Not for you know, sure. I'm make sure they're going to be all right. I'm going to take care of them. You know what I mean? Like, make sure that nothing bad happens to them because I want the same thing to happen for my kid. You know, I believe it. It takes a village to raise a child. Definitely. You know definitely. What I mean? So I try to do my part in, in that aspect. Um, and that's, I think that comes down to, to my morals and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, one of my main morals is, again, making sure that you take care of these kids. You know what I mean? Make sure that you... Do your best to protect anybody and everybody. We're all people. I teach my daughter that from day one, like, people are so important. We love everybody. My Definitely. daughter's a very, very big people person. So so that's one of my main morals for myself. But for you, what do you think, what are some of your main morals that you have for yourself or that you live by? Um, Definitely trying to, trying to be the best man you could be. Um, and, again, try to teach the, the next generation because since it's a big responsibility, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that's it. So bigger when the teaching stuff like that. So, um, and and like I said, I mean, a lot of things is me trying to be that father figure. Like I tell everybody, and I preach on. You know, I was lucky enough to to have my dad in my home. You know, what I mean, like he may have not been the 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 you know the Carl Winslow or you know what I'm saying the Uncle Phil type of dad and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But he really taught me a lot by example. You know, we didn't really have those sit down heart to heart talks and stuff like that. He just kind of taught me how to be a person. You know. 
Um, and I got a lot from them. You know what I mean? Like, like that's one of the main things. Always protecting everybody. My dad doesn't matter who it is. Like a lot of my friends, like Mission, all them. They he knew that their dad wasn't around. They come home that he's their dad. You know what I mean? Like whatever right. they need, he's gonna look out for them. Right. Um, and that's my relationship with him. And for you, you know, what, what was your relationship with your dad like? Well, I didn't really have a relationship with my dad because he wasn't really in the picture. I mean, we we always kept communication, so I respected him for that. Uh, we and we still do. Um, the, my mom was the one who really played the the role, mm-hmm. um, but also I was uh, going out being, being an athlete. Um, that's where I got the, the the daddy side stuff. You know what I mean? Um, just sports, even hanging out with older older kids on the block and stuff, taught me some stuff that I wouldn't get at home because my mom is obviously a female. You know what I mean? But she did teach me like. The confidence side, that's really big in my house. Confidence, like, you got to be confident. Walk with your head eye, shoulders up. Like, my mom used to literally make me walk for her, and I had to walk properly. Like, that's just how serious um, she took confidence, and that's something I ran with. Um, and I completely understand that because you, you'll see people walking down the street, head down. Like, you already kind of judge them in a way. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, pushover already you know what i mean once you if you're a confident person um head high seems like you're taking charge of something you know what i mean and people approach you a different way with a with a different respect you know what i mean so that's that's what it was in my house no absolutely man i think that's that's so important that you said confidence i think um because i'll be real man for for a majority of my life i lacked a lot of confidence Mm -hmm. you know i let a lot of things you know I let a lot of people dictate how I should or shouldn't do things, you know what I mean? Like, and that's one of the things that I don't want for my kids, you know? Like, with my daughter, I try to build that confidence with her. Like, when she's playing soccer and she gets frustrated and she wants to quit, I'm like, nah, just keep your head up. You can do this, you know what I mean? Like, and really teach you that because it, is, it was a struggle, man. Like, it, and it hurt so much and it caused me so much depression and anxiety not oh, okay. having that type of confidence that I wanted for myself. Right. You know, and one of the things, like I said, and I'll bring that to you so we can bring it to the music thing, is like, mm-hmm. at a very early age, you know, I used to, I still do. I love singing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. will, will sing all the time. I sang for my wife at our wedding and stuff like that. But in school and stuff like that, you know, people would tease me a lot about it. And it really kind of made me step back from music. Oh, that's, that, that happens all the time. That even, you know, you know happened to me, you know, because um, I was an athlete first. And um, I stepped, I didn't even bring music to the light because of the fact that I was an athlete, you know, uh, the alpha males, you know, just, you know, being men. You come out singing. I didn't see that matching, so Absolutely. I kept in the back burner, and um, you know I just focused focus on on sports and stuff. But it was a, a hidden um, talent that I had that nobody knew that I had until I was like, you know what, I'm I'm doing this. You know what I mean? So is it like like you said, like your mom had had made you walk with confidence, or really instilled that with you? What was mm-hmm. the driving factor that helped you bring that to the forefront? Uh, with the singing, the singing, yeah. Um, well, it, it happened, I always sang, you know what I mean? In the house and everything. But again, I just never, you know, showed it publicly. Um, me and my boys used to just be in the crib and I got comfortable, you know, you know, playing with, um, singing around the house, their house, you know what I mean? And, uh, another family member was like, yo, you should try to record, like you can sing. And, uh, you know, I never, um, seen it going 
that far in, in going to a studio and like, cause I didn't really know about it. Right. So, you know, we, I tried it, um, and recorded my first song and it was something that, you know, you can't explain Like You're like, yo, that's me. You know what I mean? And, uh, I fell in love with it ever since. Yeah. And I wish yeah. for myself, I, I want to say that I remember, um, and I think it's important too, like you said, you had a, a good group of friends around you that support mm-hmm. you in that aspect. Cause the same thing with me. I mean, my friends, I, I remember, Having having my Dell desktop computer, where you know what I'm saying, and having Napstar downloading instrumentals and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and a little bootleg mic and stuff like that. And I recorded a couple songs myself, you know, rapping and, and things like that. But um, again, like I guess confident like that, I wasn't confident in my own skin as mm-hmm. to let other people hear that mm-hmm. um, and break out of my, my element. So I commend you with that. You yeah. know, what I mean? sometimes you just gotta take that leap and you know run with it. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, what I mean, it, it, it's huge, man. Um. And, and, you know, I want to go back to, because like I said, a lot of this has to do with, with parents and, 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 and the father figure. Like you said, you know, you had your dad, wasn't really there, but you're maintaining that communication with him. Yeah. For you, how do you think that has helped or hurt you? It, it, it's just helped or hurt me. Uh, damn, that's, that can go in many ways. Um, well, you definitely, as um, someone with no father, you definitely see what you lack, in, you know, on, uh, in yourself. You know what I mean? With not having a father. You're like, um, like even shaving yeah. my mom not gonna teach me that you know what i mean um i had to learn and you know razor bumps i'm like oh sh- wrong razor you know i had to learn that with mistakes you know what i mean when a dad could have showed you that you know what i mean i actually um shout out to mike the barber he would he he fathered me in that you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, so yeah. i got i got a little bit of different um advice and i had a lot of father figures you know what i mean um just learning from other people watching, um, yeah, I just, I just have to figure it out, bro. No, you know what? I think that's like that, that's good on your part too. You know, what yeah. I mean? because a lot of people could have not tried to figure it out. You know what I mean? Or just stayed straight from that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that goes a lot to go with. You know, luckily having your mom the way she was. Because again, I think that's that's awesome having to force you to walk with mm-hmm, mom. I was like, mm-hmm. I think I might start doing it with my own kids. You know, what you mean? do because, it, do it. Um, I, I want them to have that to be sure of themselves. You know what I mean? Like I know, like um. Like, I want my daughters and my, and my son to be able to talk to me about certain things. I know, like, a lot of times growing up, <clears> your parents would be like, oh, this is what I say. They don't really have, leave open that dialogue for you to have with them. Yeah. Um, and I think that that hurt me in, 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 in that kind of way, too, not being able to speak my mind. Definitely. Uh, well, definitely um, having a friendship with your with your parent mm-hmm. is important because me and my mom is cool. Like, we argue like brothers and sisters. Like, mm-hmm. like we argue like brothers and sisters. So, definitely a relationship because... When you have a problem, you don't have to hide it. You can go right to that person. Mm-hmm. There's no hesitation. When I have a problem, I go straight to my mom, period. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? People call it mama's boy, whatever, but, I mean, she's the one helping me. Right, You know what I mean? Right. So, call it what you want. Call it what you want. You know, dude, this tease me a lot, like, damn, Freddie, you so spoiled. And I'm like, listen, I'm not spoiled. I'm just very well taken care of. All right, there's Facts. a difference, all right? You that's, know what I mean? No, there's like, a big difference. So That's a my, fact. Man, I think that's true. Like, my mom didn't give me always what I wanted. She gave me what I needed and taught me certain things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when I wanted to, to, when I wanted to get my Xbox and stuff like that, she was like, you know what, go get a job. You know what I mean? Like, and I went and got my job, earned mm-hmm. my money. Mm-hmm. And, and she really forced me to grow up into that thing. And I used to, I had all the video game systems. She got me mm-hmm. all the video game systems. But when I wanted to get that one, I'm, I got a, I got a half brother. And I don't want to, I like calling him a half brother because there's nothing half about him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's my father's kid. Yeah. Um, but I love him to death. You know what I mean? Like, and, um, my mom packed up all my things and and she sent them to him. And that's I think that's a huge part for my mom too, which I, I always love her for that because 
even though that's not her son, that's her son. You know what I mean? Yeah. She would always say that she never spoke ill about his mother. I've never seen, you know, when they saw each other face to face, it was nothing but respect. And I think that was a huge part in helping me also too. just understand that people are people. Things happen or whatever, but we shouldn't hold that against anybody. Right, um, right. So that was just a huge thing, thing from my mom, Tina, too, and then loving, having that great relationship with my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you had mentioned, said that you were in sports and stuff, and then you learned a lot of, I guess, you know, the, the things that know how to be a man and stuff like that. Definitely, um, When it comes to sports, for you, what were some of the big lessons that you took away from that that you hold oh, yourself man. Um, Definitely discipline. That discipline, for sure, is what I think I learned the most from sports. And I, I see that a lot of kids don't have discipline right now. Like, they, they whine a lot. Um, what else do I notice? There's a lot of shit that I notice. Like, can I curse on this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. there's a lot of shit that I notice. <laughs> Even like when it comes down to, it's discipline. It's um, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> These kids come to the interviews. They come in like jerseys, sweatpants, and it's, it's like they don't have the the discipline, or they don't have the, you know, somebody tell them. Like, yeah, they, they, I think it's like it's a huge, huge sense of entitlement. You know what I mean? Like they just feel like we need to get this. I think honestly, it. it's, I think it's home too, because the parents is, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of single homes, single family homes. The parents is working. They don't. Yeah. Have, they don't got time to really, you know, coach like that. So that's why I feel like sports is important. Like those programs, mm-hmm. um, definitely put your kid in programs to to, to learn um, these things, because. It's crazy out here. These kids is literally running freestyle. No, definitely. I, and and I, I, for myself, like I always felt like I, one of the main reasons I kept telling myself I wanted to get into the military. I never did, but I want to thought about. I want to go to the military because I want discipline. You know what I mean? Like I want some sort of like to teach me how to do that for myself. You know what I mean? Like I was trying to. I, I wanted to do sports in school, but I had to work as well because the situation at home and stuff like that financially was just not allowing me to be mm-hmm. able to go to these programs and stuff like that. But still going to work did teach me some of that responsibility and that discipline. Like, I got to be here. I got to do this. <clears> I got to <throat> do certain things and stuff like that and help grow. So, I mean, definitely keeping your kids active into something and, and trying to make sure that they have that sense of discipline or sense of responsibility because if not, it, it comes down to this. You know what I mean? Like, they just whine or complain and yeah. feel like they need yeah. to get something because – you know they they want to yeah and that affects their life and it's not just jobs it affects life in everything like even if you wanted to do music having a song done in time it'll be late um you just you just don't know you're just not on it you know what i mean no, that's no. how your life will be and a lot of these kids is like that right now no i was listening i was listening to this um this audio book um it was like the art of self-discipline or something like that um and that's one of the things they said about kids too when you see them at a younger age um like, it was one of the things called, like, the marshmallow test that they did, right? Mm-hmm. They said, you know, they put a bunch of marshmallows in the room, and it was like, you know, all the kids, you can have one marshmallow now or wait five minutes, <laughs> and then you get two marshmallows. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some of the kids, they couldn't wait. They just went and grabbed it. Yeah. it. Other ones, they were able to wait, and they waited, and they got their two marshmallows. Yeah. Now, they tracked these kids for years, years on until they came into adulthood. And they saw that the kids who were able to wait those extra minutes to get that mm-hmm. were actually a lot more successful and further along because Definitely. they knew how to train. They were already trained to do yeah. those certain things. Yeah. And the ones who didn't, they were just looking for that instant gratification and weren't able to succeed in a lot of things where they need to. Right, but right. That's it makes sense. Like you said, it's for it definitely makes like sense. That. Yeah. So like that, when it comes to, like I said, like to being I don't answer it correctly. It was probably, yeah, you said the, the amount of discipline and the confidence and stuff that you have or that you were taught for yourself growing up. 
Yeah. How has that helped you in, in your different areas of your career? You know what I mean? Like to get to different levels or to, to achieve certain things. Like how do you feel like, you know, because I was disciplined, I was able to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. No, definitely discipline. Uh, you, my discipline helped me, um, you know, put, record things on time, get things completely done. Uh, some people just literally bullshit, man. And I, I just can't, can't do that. And, um, the confidence aspect, um, that definitely helps out a lot because it's, you know, it, it helps me not to doubt myself after I like record a song. Cause there is, there are some doubts sometimes, but sometimes you just got to be like, this is it. This is me. And just let it go. Um, so that's, that's, those are the few things. That's good. That's good. Um, now, as far as like, I know you got a lot of things going on with the music and stuff like that. And um, I know we, we I want to play a little bit of some of your song right now. So just um, give us a breakdown of this track we're going to play for you. Oh, it's uh, called Understand. I'm the type of uh, artist who writes based off of real experiences. So this is just a, a song um, in dealing with someone and not being able to get through to them. Uh, and uh, they kind of blame you. But it's really that you're not listening. So that's basically what the song is about. You, you're you not understanding me. Okay, okay. What, what's the name of the song, Scott? Understand. Understand? All right, let's play a little bit of that right now. Thank you. Short and sweet. Yeah, no, definitely, man. That's that is awesome. I think it's communication is is key in a lot of things, and I think um, 
that's another reason, like I said, why I'm doing this this show and stuff. And, and it comes down to that, like you said, being a, all that alpha male stuff. You know, what I mean, I, and later on, I want to do a podcast. I think it's called about the whole how I feel that the the term man up is so toxic because it really forces people to well, young boys to bottle up their feelings and and, and start living in emotional incarceration. You know, what I mean, they're not able mm. to express themselves to a certain degree. You know, what I mean, like, and I know, like I said, you know. We do have to stand strong on certain things, but I, I, we should be able to express our feelings, you know what I'm saying, and be able to, if we're sad, we're hurt, we need to cry or whatever, be able to do that. It's not going to make us any less of a man. Like, you, yeah. say, you know, just because you're in sports and you okay. like singing R&B yeah. and stuff like that, that doesn't make you less of a man because you like to sing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you're yeah, really no, good at it. You, you can express yourself. It's your, your art form to communicate with the world, mm-hmm. and that should be respected no matter what it is. Yeah, men should definitely uh, be able to talk to somebody, but... I do feel like you do need to man up. <laughs> no, I understand. Because these, these yeah. kids are not manning up. They're no, whining. Yeah. No, like I said, when they're crying about stuff like that, that's, that's the lack of, and it's not about, in that case, yeah, you need to man up. You know what I mean? Like, you can't mm-hmm. sit there and cry and just because you didn't get your way or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you lost something, you're hurt, you go through something that makes you sad, yeah, you should be able to express yourself, you know, but it's not about kicking and screaming to, to right. get your way. Right. You know, there's a lot of things that come with that. Um, and and just a little back, like I said about this experience and stuff like that for you, um, you know, where did this this come from, or how did this song came to be for you? Um, well, like I said, uh, most of my songs are from real life situations. I was in a situation where, um, you know, we just didn't understand each other's back and forth, same argument over and over again, um, and I just had to put it on paper because it was really affecting me. And you know, it comes to a point where it's like. How do I get this through to you? You know what I mean? Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, it's a hump that we 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 got over, of course, but it was something that was definitely affecting me because it's like, you know, I can only scream. You know what I mean? What more can I do? No, and that, that's huge. I mean, like you said, a hump that you got over and, and we got to work. Everybody got to work on it. Like me and me and my wife, we are total opposites mm. you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. a lot of times and and it takes a lot for us to try to do that to figure out how to understand each other yeah you know but at the end of the day like like i always tell her at the end of the day you know i love you you know what i mean i want to be with you I'm, I'm not trying to do anything to harm you i may not communicate or express myself in a way that comes clear to you mm-hmm. um but I, i'm working on that and we have you know what i'm saying i think um you know which i i love my wife so much but i commend her so much because you know she she goes out and got different books on, you know, on you know, the, the five love languages and different ways so that we learn and, and oh, really dope. work on. She uh, trying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, putting those things together and going through these things so, like, how we can figure out. And that's how we learn a lot of things, like like the, the love language and stuff like that. How do we understand love? That's what needs to happen. Like, um, one of the um, major things for her is um, is time. You know what I mean? Like, spending yeah. time with somebody. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, like, just because I don't spend time with you doesn't mean that I don't love you. You know mm. what I mean? Like me, for me, like it's in there, it's words of affirmation, you know, like I mm. love telling you, you know, that I love you or, or being, you know, physical touch and stuff like that are my mm. main ways of showing that, um, you know, but that was one area that, that we had to get over because, mm. you know what I'm saying, I'm running around here and I'm kind of going to the gym and I'm doing these things and stuff like that and I'm not spending the time that she needs with her and I'm right. not really realizing that because to me, you know I'm saying like I can go whatever without like perfect example with Mish like I love Mish I don't I go days or weeks without talking to him or whatever yeah. but I still love him to death you know right, that doesn't right. mean that and I can't use that type of relationship with, with my wife it's not gonna work <laughs> yeah you yeah, know what I mean yeah and yeah. I had to learn that 
Um, and and that, that thing that people need to really focus on that too. And like, if they really love somebody and they really care. Yeah, it's patience, like, exactly. taking time. And that's also um, the first question that you asked about um, uh, what uh, about um, being a good man. Being right? a good man. Um, definitely patience for sure. So that's uh, an example. No. Um, having patience. No, patience, it goes along with like uh, my wife says that too, man. I have a tremendous amount of patience that, mm-hmm. that is just, and I think, but. Well, it was tough to develop that patience because for me it was because of again not being as confident as I want to be. So I'm always just kind of waiting my turn to kind of mm. speak or try to like mm. do something or always waiting for for the right moment to take action. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of developed out of necessity, you know. what I mean, like to help me cope with certain things. Um, so what what got you over the hump to finally be like you know let me be confident enough to express myself to her. Um, the thing that for me that's you know that got me over that is is just two things like number one was seeing how much she cares about me mm. you know what I mean like and really having someone who was always there for me mm. you know like I I I had a I think we've all been there been through so many horrible relationships yeah um and I'll break it down to the since you want to ask a question like me I met my wife in high school mm. um through Mish <laughs> okay um and um. And I don't know, there's someone... Wait, Mish, Mish put you on? Well, not like that, because I was, I was walking to my class, and, and Mish was talking to her. But I know it wasn't like that, you know what I mean? It yeah, wasn't yeah. about, like, you know, he's just being friendly and stuff. Yeah. And I remember, and like, seeing her, and it was, like, in the movies, man, like, like slow motion. Damn, like, who that? Yo, and, and, and everything in my body was like, yo, you have to talk to her. You uh, know what I mean? Like, and Mish was there, and it was an easy, you know, transition, because he already knew her to, to get that conversation. Yeah. But we didn't start dating until years later. Mm. Um, and I think, and, I, and I'm so happy that because like I always say, like I, at that time in high school, I was not ready to be in this, that type of relationship. You know what I mean? Like I, mentally, emotionally, like, so you're saying wasn't confidence there. wasn't there. Yeah. Confidence wasn't okay. there. Um, and, and just, I just didn't have, like I said, I, I've been cheated on and played with. So my, okay. my mentality for women wasn't where it needed to be, yeah. to be that kind of respect, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like I said, as the years went on, these bad relationships taught me certain things. Like on our second date, which is so funny, man, like <laughs> we went out to, um, to Kona Grill. She wanted to have some sushi and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the bill came and she just paid it. And I was like, yeah, see, see, <laughs> my man right there. <laughs> That's what I saw. That, that was my expression right there. She, the bill came. And she paid it. And see, mentally, man, I was like, thought to myself, like, does she not think I can't afford this? Mm. I already started doubting myself for some reason. Like, am I, can I not? Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. But, like, she was like, no, you know, I, I wanted to bring you to this place. It was my decision to come here. So, you know, like, I figured I should just pay. Mm. And I got back to the crib, and my boy was like, yo, how was your date? And I was like, yo, she paid. She paid. I was like, yo, she <laughs> paid, bro. That's like, good, though. But, I mean, there's not too many of people, like, people follow formula. There's not. She didn't, she wasn't trying to follow formula. But, see, and, that's real to me. Exactly. And that, 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 that was my first you know, tell to myself, like, she wants to be here for me. She's going to be happy listening else. to the interview. You know She's like, like, that's my man. <laughs> you know, it wasn't, about, it wasn't about, like, money. It wasn't about that. Like, she yeah. genuinely wanted to spend time with me. Right. Um, and, and and we we started, like, dating, like, the end of, like, November. Mm. Um, and I did not kiss her until March 8th. Yo, oh, we was shit. Dating. We was going on dates. Like, I did not kiss her until March. Wow. We celebrate that because it was, it was all night. Because I wanted to also, too, like, to myself, like, I didn't want to rush things because I knew how that messed up other relationships. And I was uh-huh. like, you know, this is somebody who I really want to be with. 
Um, and I just also wanted to see where she was at too. You know what I mean? Like That's dope. see how she was there. She would come to my house, take the train to my house when I was living in Bridgeport. That means she liked you because the, the fact that she even had patience to wait. Right. Because some girls would have like, all right, he ain't doing it. Friend zone. Right, right. Um, so That's dope. It, 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 and look, we, we, we just actually, uh, this past uh, Monday, the 14th, we just celebrated nine years married. Oh, dope. Yeah, I mean, we've been together for 11 years. Thank you. Thank dope, you. Dope. Let me know a little clap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kudos to that. That's dope. Um, but yeah, and, and it comes to that, like you said, like to your song to understand, you know what I mean? She really takes the time to understand me, you know what I mean? Like, and figure out what it is that I need. Like, all of this, like I said, I, you know, my podcast and, you know, doing my t-shirt thing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. being, being a stay-at-home dad, like you said too, like, you know, being there for my kids because, again, my dad was in the house, but he wasn't there the way that I wanted him to be, mm-hmm. you know? So he never came to any of my, my, my concert choir shows, any yeah. of my acting shows, my graduations, nothing. Never came. So to myself, I was like, you know, I want to be a stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. I need to be there for my kids. But see, sometimes you need things like that to happen to give you a sort of drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it still worked out, right? Yeah, no, it definitely did. You know what I mean? And like I said, I'm not taking away nothing from my daddy. You know what I mean? Like, I love music. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a great relationship. And now that I'm not older and stuff like that, no. we've gotten so much better. Um, but like I said, he it wasn't that he didn't teach me things. I just had to watch and pick up on his yeah. cues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't that type of person to do that mm-hmm. um but because of all those things like i said thanks to my wife like i said she, you, you want to do your t-shirt thing you know i'll go to work i'll do the nine to five thing stay home with the kids you know what i'm saying you That's got the dope. patience you got this you want you know what i'm saying stay home with the kids what you gotta do mm. you know so so I, i'm so lucky and blessed to have somebody like that you know what i mean like you so, are blessed so this is about patience and understanding and stuff like that so i think like i said yeah that song really will hit home to a lot of people yeah. you know on, on how they need to Hopefully. really take the time to to understand their their mate yeah um <clears throat> Now, um, for you as well, to like doing this whole music and stuff like that, like we talk about me, the situation with my dad not being there, giving me the drive and motivation. What's your drive and your motivation for your music career and all this stuff? Like, what's been your fuel, the fuel for your fire? Hmm. Um, honestly, I just like to express. I'm an artist. Like, I'm not just a singer. I I, I draw. I paint. Um, I just like to express, and I'm very big on observing, and I don't like speaking, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Um, I like, I like to do more than say. So I, I, that's, I like to watch people's situations, people's problems and just let it out somehow, either through music or painting or anything, you know? No, and I gotta give it to you. Like I said, you are definitely multi talented in all those things, not just Thank doing you. the music thing. Because I know when when I do a lot of your shirts and stuff like that, yeah. you come up with all the designs and stuff like that. You're yeah. the brains behind, you know, what I put down on the t-shirts for you. Yeah. Um. And, and when I asked you to sit down for this interview and stuff like that, I think it, like an hour maybe. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? After I asked you this, you already had the promo cut ready. You know what I'm saying with mm-hmm. the pickup, like this dude is on it, man. Like yeah, he is well, on it because like, I'm I'm a big believer. Well, me being um you know the underdog right now um. I feel like it's very important to um, look at your competition and match it. A lot of people are, um, you know, they're not, um, I don't know, they they treating themselves like the underdog. Mm-hmm. And, like, even when it comes down to, like, videos, they're down with shooting a little, little low budget. I, I want mine to be, like, if you put a video of, I don't know, Trey songs and mine, it it kind of um, goes together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's my thing. I want to um, compete. So that's my thing. I don't want to ever, I don't like the underdog look. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like none of that. I want to be a competitor. No, and and, uh, and that's like I said. I think one of the things that was so for me that that inspired me about you, or that I see that, that I look at you like, man, this dude is really going out there. Like I seen Thank the you. video shoots that you the, the videos you did down here in downtown stairs. Yeah, I'm like, and it made me so proud too. Like, no. yo, that's that's what we grew up. Like no, I've been no. on those stairs. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This dude is doing an awesome video. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. put it out there, <clears throat> um, and getting out on all these radio stations and really, really making a name for where we grow up at. So, so thank you again. Let's get a little thank you. For that. Thank, thank you so much Appreciate for all that you're doing. Thank you're you. doing such amazing things, man. Um, now, when, when it comes to um, what we said about the doubt and the haters and stuff like that, mm. you know what I mean? For you, how do you handle that? Like, I mean, how does that, mm. do you pay it any mind or? or? Um, to an extent. Um, a lot of times I'm busy and I'm not even like really tuned into that. But at times, you know, you'll hear things or you'll see things, you know, and it, it gives you drive. And you honestly need the haters to, you know, um, to give you the drive. Without that, what what's the competition? You want to prove people wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? That. That's I the best part. Wrong. That's the best part of the whole thing. When yeah. you do something, you like, yeah, they thought I couldn't do it. Look, that's the best part, bro. So oh, absolutely, man. It's, you need them. It's it's uh when I was working at um at, at cable vision, man. Um, I uh I, I was. Doing my my piece because I I was really into that whole corporate world, man. Like I was like, you know, I want to climb up the corporate ladder. I want to do these things and stuff like that. And I realized like a lot of favoritism. And one of the perfect examples like that too. I was sitting there, only supervisor on the floor. You mm. know what I mean? And I'm answering all these questions, taking all these calls and stuff like that or whatever. And then I had left the floor to go to the bathroom. Um, and uh, one of the managers came by and she was like, you know, I was looking for you for the last like you know hour. Like where were you? And I was like. I was like bathroom for the last 20 minutes but mm-hmm. before that i was you know what I'm saying taking things she's like oh well i came by this i didn't see any i didn't see you i, I couldn't yeah. find you uh-huh. so i went on a computer i had all the timestamps, all the because well, everything is time stamped there you know what i'm saying all the calls i took all my documentation i'm saying like look this is look, you can see the time where i was at working and she's like oh well you don't need to show me any proof or anything like that you just gotta let me know i was like so you know you wrong you know what i mean like so exactly. you know, like i'm cool i'm not even gonna sweat anymore you yeah know what i mean like because you can't that, that was one of the things too where i kind of hit me like you can't please everybody you know what i mean and i think for myself, and as far as like when it comes to haters or the doubters, I started transitioning to the thing is like keeping myself busy, like you said, like really being occupied and having a vision on what I want. Because I think that's that's the number one key to be successful is really have a clear vision and yeah, attack that and vision. Attack it. That's you know what I mean. Tunnel vision. Don't let anybody that's else get in important. your way. You know what I mean. I started. I started like I said. It took me two years before I actually really started my podcast. Mm. I started talking about it back in when I was cleaning pools and stuff like that. I was telling, you know, the people I was cleaning, was like, I'm going to do a podcast soon and stuff like mm. that. And I bought the equipment and everything like that. Um, but I had a little bit of doubt in myself. You know what I mean? Like, what am I going to do? And I think part of that, too, is like I really needed Was it like the approach you had doubts with? Or I, the, the doubt was like I just wanted to really... I didn't want to do a podcast to do a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I need to have some kind of substance or some kind of vision. Like, I just, I didn't have that 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 vision yet or that idea. Like, I knew what I was going to do. Mm. I just didn't knew what I was going to do it about. Um, and as I started mm. seeing this, and then when my son was born and, and, and doing all those things, and I was like, I, I, it took me so long to learn how to be a man. Mm. I don't want my kid to go through that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, I struggled so long to find myself. Yeah. And really be comfortable in my own skin and understand who I was and what I wanted to do. I and I know yeah, how much yeah. trauma that caused me. I mean, I, dude, I, I've. No, I get you. I get you 100. Because I'm even like uh, 
because I'm I'm Haitian and my mom is from Haiti, so I'm the first generation of I'm the first generation American Haitian American, and you know they don't know half of the shit that that you know that you're supposed to know. So a lot of things you got to figure it out. So I understand what you mean. Um, you got to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, that's that's one of the things too. Like for myself, I was I was born in Puerto Rico, but I was oh, brought here like 20 days later. So, <laughs> I okay. mean, I was just like raised here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everybody's like, oh, like, I mean, the biggest thing I have is a Puerto Rican birth certificate. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, everything else was, was done here. But my, I seen that too, like with my parents not knowing the area, you know what I mean? Like, and me really having to to learn all those stuff, like, you know, them living paycheck to paycheck or having, you know, really understand finances and, and, and you know, educate myself on that and, and how the world here works. Yeah, the American, you know, uh, standards. Right, and, and not having that. And then also, like, I, I was seeing how that affected me. And also, now, like I said, now me being a father and, and having so much responsibility, like, like, and I understand that. Now I understand how parents say that. They just constantly look at their kids. Because I do, like, even today, my I was looking at my wife, and I was like, like hey, like, six years ago, these people didn't exist. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were, and now they're here, yeah. and they look to us for everything. Right. You know, like my daughter comes to me for everything mm-hmm. and I love it. And I want to have all the answers to her. And I want to, again, I don't want them to suffer what I had to suffer. I know they're going to go through different pains and stuff like that or whatever, but there's a lot of things that I can help them avoid yeah. because I went through them. And, and because I'm doing this podcast, I'm constantly learning from other people and, you know, getting information so I could go back and give them, give definitely, that to them so definitely. that they can be a lot better and just have a, a big head start, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, that's a, um, like I was talking to somebody else too, like about like g- generational wealth and stuff like that. Like we need to help them get a head start. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the whole purpose of what we're definitely, learning and definitely. growing and stuff like that. Um, so so for you, um, I mean, you know, like you got your whole music thing going on and stuff like that. I know we're, you're constantly making moves and stuff like that. So what's next for Jay Delise? What's going on? What's 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 coming out for you? Um, so you know, I've been working on an album. I, I've been saying this for a little while, but I'm I'm very particular, and it's gonna be my first actual project putting out so i'm very uh you know peculiar about what i'm what i'm about to put out um and it's going to be called cut boy obviously you see uh the brand um and it's basically a story of a Connecticut connecticut boy um you know and you know his trials and tribulations out here women you know just the whole you know Connecticut lifestyle basically um and uh yeah, that's that's what I'm working on right now. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, and you know, just not to give it fully, you know, all the details, but I, we're also trying to uh, put it out in a different way, because uh, you know, you know, obviously we don't down. I mean, we don't uh, have CDs anymore. So I want to give people an experience, like an Amazon package, that uh, feel of ooh the op- open it up type of feel. So I, we're thinking of doing like a little magazine not a little magazine but a magazine uh promoting the music and the brand and the um the merch together um and putting it in one magazine so people can enjoy and look at and of course we're gonna have other things but uh, we're working on that right now all the details no that's what's up that's what's Mm -hmm. up and i think that's 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 Probably why I connected so much also with... And thank like, you for making our shirts, by the way. Oh, no, of course, man. You know, that Fox Customs, you know, making shirts that's and stuff nice. like that for a lot nice. of people. And um, that that's, again, that's my first venture. And mm-hmm. um, and, and, and what, like, what I... What, honestly, not to cut you off, but what I like about you is um, you work at a good speed. 
I work with a lot. I've have worked with a lot of people and um, consistent. They're not consistent. And it's the discipline. You know, if you say you're going to do this at this time, it should be done at this time. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, other things come up sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah. Some people yeah. drop the ball a lot when it comes to that stuff. And you haven't, you know, done that to me. So that's why my brain is going to go to you nah, before anybody that. else. You know what I'm saying? Man. And, 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 and I think that's that's what it comes for, 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 for being a man and myself. And so, you know, when, when a man has vision or he knows what he's going to do, there's no stopping that. You know? right. And that, that took me so long. Like I said, I, I went through, again, so much depression, so much sadness. I, you know, attempted suicide here, you know, like twice before, mm. contemplating it here and there and mm. stuff like that because I just didn't have an understanding of what my purpose was. And mm. that, that's what I was looking at. You know what I mean? Like when I finally found my purpose, mm. it made so much other things so much easier and it helped me develop that discipline. Mm. You know What's what your mean? purpose? Like, Do you think it's having the kids or what, what was the, no. I mean, I don't want to, you know, no, 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 that's a perfect thing. Like for, for me, man, I, I've, I've always known, man, I'm, I'm here to help people. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? There's, there's, I, I, it's just that, like, I just have this intense need to help anybody any which way I can, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm such a huge people person. So mm-hmm. I love to connect with people. Um, and, and that's just what I wasn't, about the job that I did have that kind of semi fulfilled that need, you know, like working at cable vision, doing tech support and stuff like that. I was helping people again in a certain way, you know, with their internet phone and cable mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that was bringing some sort of satisfaction. Um, but it wasn't my, my higher purpose. My bigger situation was when I was a supervisor, really sitting down with the reps one-on-one and asking, them, you know, what's going on in their life and giving them life advice or advice on there and helping them grow as a person and that's what I feel my my purpose is, mm. you know what I mean? Like to really help as many people as I can. So you didn't think you had a role. But right. people need to understand um that although you'd may not think you have a role, you have a role. Your conversation your a conversation that you can have with somebody can change the the thought of the next person. So you know, people need to really tune into that. That's 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 really important. Everybody plays a role. So anybody who has like suicidal thoughts you are important, you know. Uh, yeah, like here's the thing, man. Like, uh, and and I'll, and I'll again, I get personal with y'all too in close. Like a couple weeks ago, um, I had a huge emotional breakdown mm. um, because, I, I, like I said, I'm a huge family person. It involved the three most important women in my life: my mom, my sister, my wife. Mm. Um, and then just a lot of things that, and 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 the main, the biggest reason that that kind of really erupted the way it was was I take a lot of responsibility of that because I didn't really express myself. Or what I was feeling or what I needed, mm. you know, from them. Um, and I got to this point where I got, like I said, like I, I, again, like in my emotional distress and stuff like that, again, started having these suicidal thoughts and all these things. Um, and um, and it's funny, like, hey, um, people who, if they are in our religion, they, listen, I do believe in God, I believe in a higher power and everything here and everything happens for a reason. Um, and, you know, I had that breakdown a couple of days later, my daughter wanted to uh, watch Raya, The Last Dragon. Okay, it's on Disney, and it was it was came out a while ago, but now it's on it's free for people to watch. So mm-hmm. we sat down, we watched it, um, and just to give a little about it, it was about this little girl. You know, she has just her dad. Her dad gets turned to stone, and she's spending six years trying to figure out how to get her dad back. Okay, um, you know, and the movie's going on and stuff like that. And halfway through the movie, you know, my daughter comes and she's sitting on my lap, and she turns around and she hugs me and mm. grabs me. Mm. And I was like, yo, how stupid would it have been if I would have done something that idiotic, like, to my daughter? Like, I, 
like how much she needs me. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? That, that was another step to myself. Like, I'm never not going to say what I'm feeling. Like, I can't do that anymore. Right. Like, I'm tired of really, like, I, 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 some, I came across this quote somebody said, and it was like, you either say something and fuck shit up or say nothing and fuck yourself right. up. Right. But and definitely like, you got to be sure right. to to tell the, the right person because right. that, you know, you could do that and then you, you're, you're you're telling your, your, your weakness to the wrong person and they use it against you. So definitely choose... Uh, like, Mish is your, your man's, right? Mm-hmm. Mish is a good dude. Mish yeah, is a dude yeah. that you can you can talk to, you feel me? Um, you know, definitely pick that one person that, um, you know, that can uh, listen. No, and, and that's that's what, like I said, going back to the purpose, like, that's what I want to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know for myself, like, I, and as the way that I was raised or grew up and stuff like that, I can have a conversation with anybody and anyone and genuinely want to help them. You know what I mean? Because like, I want everybody to feel good. Yeah. You know, and I know a lot of people, like you said, too, they don't have way. anybody to right. be able to turn to or talk to or ask a question to without feeling any sort of, of you know, negative way or feeling that that person is trying to harm you in any way, like genuinely wants to help you. You yeah, know what I mean, so that's part of like I said, like going back to think for my purpose of why I feel like I need to do what I'm doing, what my purpose is in this life. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so yeah. so as we wrap things up here, man, I got I got two last questions for you. Yeah. All right. So first off, for yourself, man, what do you feel was the best advice you have ever received? Mm. Um. Uh, my old job. Somebody said to me, actually, no, it was yeah. So I was, I was working at a security gig. And uh, some rich dude, he lived in a, a crib, but he sold the crib and lived on a boat for a little while. And um, him and his family, his, his whole family, which was dope. And he said, it's not about how much money you make, it's how much money you save. So he uh, he basically saved, he was in a in a drought, basically. And he had to do what he had to do to get out of the drought. But he had to live on a boat for a little while to finally... Um, you know, upshift. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was a good advice that I got. And um, another bit of advice I got was for my mom. And I learned this. This works the most in music for me. Sometimes you got to lose to win. So sometimes you got to take this L to get a bigger prize later on. And I that's worked for me all the time. You know what I'm saying? Especially when um, you... Uh, when you, um, how do you say, when you're looking for, honestly, I don't even know how to explain it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's basically it, lose to win for a bigger prize. Yeah, you know, I I, I think two of the things I said, like, I think, um, you know, when, when DMX passed, and I was passing all this information, stuff like that, one of the things, like he said, you know, like, you know, in a bad situation, you could always find, you know, a lesson if you're willing to look for it. If you want to true. learn, you know what I mean? And and that's kind of what I'm struggling actually with my daughter now because she she's she well, she was playing soccer, just finished and stuff like that, and she was getting so frustrated and so emotionally distraught if she didn't score, didn't touch the ball or this, that or whatever. Um and even before coming here, we were we were shooting a little basketball in the house and she had missed a shot and she got all upset and so I'm like, <laughs> Baby, it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to lose. Because you're going to learn. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You just got to practice and keep up at it. You yeah. Know what I mean, and the more you practice, the more you do this, the better you're going to be. 
You know, if we won every single time, you know, we wouldn't be able to appreciate that, number one. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you And it you, teaches you how to work harder when you do lose. You exactly. Know what I mean? You know what I mean? And not to give Helps up and have better. that determination to get back on the horse or right. really attack what you need to attack. To, to Shows you what to you improve. Need. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, definitely. And then, and lastly, then, um, for yourself right now, talking to this younger generation or, you know what I mean, the new kids coming up and stuff like that, what would be a piece of advice or some, some information you want to shed on them to help them out? Hmm. Definitely confidence is key. Like I'm telling you, it, 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 uh, it gets you far. I'm telling you, it gets you far. And I feel like, and I'm, I'm a big, um, uh, you know, I advocate for confidence. Like anybody who knows me, even if we're not friends anymore, one thing you, you know, um, after we separated is you left with a lot of confidence. I'm not going to let you walk out here. Like, mopey and down and confidence give you i don't know it it, it does something to you 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 walk different your your, your vibe is different it's, it's a radiant type of energy is it's, it works yeah i think for, for me and a lot of things like grow uh when it comes to, to confidence and stuff is it was really hard for me to to separate being confident and being cocky that's you true. know what I'm saying? Like I just like I, I never, I, and that's probably one of the worst things too that I, I, I didn't really try to you know give myself praise or, or talk big about. But myself when you're confident, myself. you're not even worried that it's right. considered cocky. That's what I'm saying. Right. So some people I hear that all the time. People think I'm cocky. It's not that I'm not cocky at all. I'm just sure about who I am, what I want to do, how I'm going to do it. You see what I'm saying? You're just sure. So when you're confident, you're not even worried about being called cocky. Mm-hmm. Cause that's not what I am. Right. So move. You know what and that's the thing too is is, is you know, um, and that's part of the thing too. Like worrying about what people are gonna think for myself. Like, oh, they're gonna think I'm cocky and stuff like that. But it doesn't really matter. Like, if you think that, if you really got to know me, then you really know who I'm about, who that's I am. Exactly what it is. You know. So that's kind of like a lesson too that I'm, I'm continuing to teach my kids and want to teach everybody as well too. You know, what I mean, like really kind of disassociate those two words confident and cocky because they're really two different things um and and like you said if you're really sure about what you're doing and people really know your true self and your true heart stuff like that cocky will never come into the picture so all about confidence right so um, i'm sure so i appreciate that man so you know what like i thank you so much for spending this time with us on the show man i wish you luck in all your ventures you know thank you for having me speak because i don't like speaking this is crazy i I hate speaking that's not my thing i'll show you but i won't speak it so this is training for me i guess Nah, we'll do all this, man. So appreciate it, man. So as always, everybody, like I always say, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, your big brother loves you. Stay blessed. I'm out. Yeah.